Vegas Nation, presented by STN Sports Mobile from Station Casinos. We're trying, like I said, to uh, bring the right kind of people in here, we think, that can build a championship football team. You guys are the most loyal fans in the world, and I know it hurts that we might not be the Oakland Raiders forever, but we are still Raider Nation. I think it's going to be a, uh, they'll get an army coming into uh, Las Vegas. What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of As the Raiders Turn. Just kidding. This is the Vegas Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Heidi Fang, joined along with our Raiders beat writer, Miles Simmons, who's down in Alameda covering all the madness as it unfolds for us. Of course, yesterday we did do a podcast with Adam Hill, and things quickly changed in 24 hours with the Antonio Brown saga. So uh, we're going to get you all up to date here. And again, you can find this podcast on VegasNation.com, the Vegas Nation app, and anywhere else you download your podcast from. Check us out on the Review Journal page, ReviewJournal.com slash podcast. And always give us those comments and let us know what you think. We love hearing from you. We are also brought to you today by STN Stations, Mobile Station Casinos. Uh, Guys, all right. We had, again, as I said, the Antonio Brown saga continuing. Miles, I would love to hear your take on this because... We thought he was going to be suspended yesterday. Today, nothing happens. He issues, as I read on Twitter, a quote-unquote emotional apology. And everything's hunky-dory now back in Rainerland. Everybody is back uh, in the mood of accepting Antonio Brown to this team. Miles, what happened down there in Alameda today where Antonio Brown is concerned? Well, let me start by saying this. Everybody, if you happen to have listened to the podcast from yesterday, just go online and watch a scene from Men in Black where, you know, they use that pen and it wipes out your memory. Just do that. Because, you know, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, I pretty much sound like a moron, right? So apparently what has happened now uh, in the last 24 hours, Antonio Brown came to the Raiders facility this morning, issued this emotional apology um, during the team meeting for his behavior, apparently. And the Raiders captains were standing up there beside him. They backed him. And what is so interesting to me about that as well is because last night, if you were watching NFL Network after uh, the Packers defeated the Bears to start the NFL's 100th season, um, David Carr, Derek Carr's older brother, who was once drafted number one overall by the Houston Texans, went on the air and he said that the Raiders captains had gone to Raiders head coach John Gruden and told him that no matter what happened with Antonio Brown, they supported the coach, right? So there's that. Now, then we have this morning where those same captains are standing behind Antonio Brown and they are backing him. And in the locker room after practice, Derek Carr said, and Derek Carr, I think we can all assume is the one who told David Carr all this information from last night, right? So he said, he told reporters in the locker room that, you know, that they backed Antonio Brown. We're all ready to move on. We're all ready to get ready for Monday night. Now, the interesting thing that happened today is, of course, that report comes out that he issued the apology this morning. Then John Gruden, who's not scheduled to speak with the media today, before practice comes over to all the reporters and he says, excuse me, he says, we're Antonio Brown is back. We're happy to have him. And, you know, that's and yes, we're planning to play him Monday night. And so it's this complete reversal in the last 24 hours. And then 
after practice, Antonio Brown comes over and he apologizes and he says, you know, uh, enough talk. It's time to play, la, la, la. And then you hear from offensive coordinator Greg Holson who says, well, we're planning on having him the entire time. So, you know, I know there were different things out there, but yeah, I mean, we didn't really adjust the game plan very much. So it all just feels so strange. It's so bizarre to go from... We're hearing yesterday that not only could he be suspended, but his entire you know time with the Raiders could be in jeopardy. This guy could be released. The Raiders could try to get their money back from him. To now, it's kumbaya. You know, we're all <laughs> sitting around the fire, and boy, Antonio Brown, and he's so great. And it's just, it's mind-boggling. It makes your head spin. And as a reporter, it's just like holy crap uh, can we can we say holy crap on the air here? you absolutely can okay good because yeah that's how it feels because like i like i said if you listen to this podcast yesterday boy i mean i it just i sound like a complete moron now obliviate it's just, i'm gonna harry it, potter you i'm gonna one-up the nerdness here and say obliviate yeah, there we go i love that but like It's just it's been stunning the way this has gone from, you know, where we were Wednesday. Antonio Brown is practicing, but then he's like firing footballs at fences and he's posting things on Instagram that he really shouldn't be posting. I mean, by any measure, like, come on, be a professional, handle your business in house. Right. And then Thursday we get this all these reports and it's like, well, if people were saying that. Antonio Brown might not ever play. I, I I just think about who might that have come from and why is that different than the messaging now that we are receiving, right? So I, I don't I don't know is the answer. I mean, I can speculate <laughs> all day. I think we all could because like you said, it seems like a lot might have happened in Pittsburgh that we just have no idea about that that organization was able to keep so much more of the madness under wraps. I mean, we saw it there at the end, obviously, but now that he's with a new organization, it just seems like everything with Antonio Brown has become amplified like by 10 times at least I mean, it's just the the strangest part of all of this for me is yesterday we hear about this altercation that happened with Mike Mayock, that he was blurting out all these expletives at him and uh, using racial slurs. And then Antonio Brown speaks with um, an ESPN reporter and tells her that uh, on Twitter, she is at Diana with two N's at ESPN. Antonio Brown told me there was never a scuffle at practice. He said he did not use the word cracker. You know, he says everything's been blown out of proportion. I spoke with Mike Mayock one-on-one, man-to-man, and that's in quotes. So, I mean, how much of this do we think is being blown out of proportion? How much of this is the real other side? My mom always used to put it this way that there's three truths to everything there's his side there's your side and there's what really happened in the middle so <laughs> i mean we're hearing these other stories yesterday that vontez perfect is holding back antonio brown from getting into a worse altercation with mike mayock now of course we weren't there i don't know exactly what all went down that would be between the players the organization uh, you know all i think that we do know 
I do think that there was some sort of altercation and that it was heated and that, yeah, he punted or kicked a ball down the field and he, he was heated, obviously heated because he went home and he unfollowed Derek Carr and he unfollowed the Raiders. Now that to me is making some sort of statement that something happened that aggravated you and upset you. So now we're back to hunky dory, like you said, you know, kumbaya, campfires and making s'mores. And, and they were like, oh, the organization is now coming out with statements like, we never intended to suspend him, that he was always going to play Monday night. So why the drama? Why l- this cooling off period, maybe of sorts, that they didn't speak to anybody in the media and say, you know what, you know, he's going to play, things are fine, we're going to handle this internally? Why didn't that just come out as a statement? Yeah, I don't know. I I think that they're probably maybe it was a heat of the moment thing in the morning um, yesterday at and at that certain point, there were Raiders officials in the building who put out nationally. Then perhaps it was a threat. Perhaps it was it maybe a bit of an empty threat or but it was something that would let Antonio Brown know that, hey, this is serious and. If you don't get your stuff together, then this is what's going to happen to you because you're putting your entire guaranteed money at risk by your behavior. We need you to fall in line in some way. Now, I, what I thought was interesting is that, as you said, Heidi, you know, you've got now people like Greg Olson saying like, oh, you know, we kind of figured he'd be there the whole time. And it's like, well, wait a minute. That's interesting. But I, I don't think – the the statement of things you know maybe you're being blown out of proportion I, like Drew Rosenhaus said that I think on either NBC Sports or uh, NFL Network whichever of program he was on because he's been on a bunch of them um, and then you get Antonio Brown kind of parroting that language this is not a situation that is being blown out of proportion like let's be clear on that because i think when sometimes people like to say those kinds of things von miller even said it the other day when he was on a conference call um with uh, raiders media here he was saying that oh things get blown out of proportion by the media you know how diva wide receivers are blah 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 this is not that like think about it right he had a confrontation with the general manager in the middle of practice practice not a game not a game not a game we're talking about practice so like that doesn't just happen with wide receivers all across the league okay especially ones that are that are considered one of the top three at the position and and if you if you want to say antonio brown is the best receiver in the nfl people are going to agree with you the only other two players that really have an argument are deandre hopkins and then julio jones so He is one of the best players in the NFL. He is having a very public confrontation in front of the team with the general manager about something he did and that's something that the team has the absolute right to fine him for. None of this is being blown out of proportion. Now, if you want to say that suspending him was something that maybe got blown out of proportion, but somebody leaked that to Adam Schefter. Somebody leaked it to Mike Silver. Somebody leaked it to Ian Rappaport. So if something, if you want to say something's being blown out of proportion, then it would be the response by whatever Raiders official or whatever person leaked that to those media outlets. So these things are not being blown out of proportion by the media because he is a top player in the NFL. And he is a top player at his position. 
and he is one of the most important players on the Raiders roster. And when you've got this happening, and it does not just happen with players across the league, then yeah, it's it's a big bleeping deal. And like to say it's being blown out of proportion to me is just it, it's not correct. This episode of Vegas Nation will be right back. SDN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. Sign up today and get a new sign-up bonus of up to $50. Let's get into just the Mike Mayock side of things. If you're Mike Mayock and the story's been out there that you, one of your star players has had an altercation with you and that there were heated words exchanged here, don't you have to kind of do something publicly to make your own image look good, to keep the respect from your other players, to have respect within the organization? Because right now, does Mike Mayock, I think, maybe lose some of that as the GM and, and look as though he doesn't have any control here in the organization with his stature and the, and the position that he holds down? It's just one of those things when you look at it, you have to think like, like you said, this guy, essentially what happened is an employee yelled at his boss, you know, and <laughs> when we do that in the real world, we face repercussions. Now, there was nothing really. It was just like, OK, he apologized. That's what we wanted. We're moving on. Is that enough or does he need to face some sort of internal, whether we hear about it or not, some sort of internal disciplinary measure? I, if it were me, I would have to think there would have to be some sort of internal disciplinary measure, but they've been trying to do that and it hasn't been working because then of course, you know, Antonio Brown puts it out on Instagram. So I think there has to be some sort of understanding of if we're doing something in house, let's keep it in house. Now, as to what you're saying about Mike Mayock and like, how does his credibility either take a hit or doesn't, I I think... Everybody knows, whether it's said explicitly or not, who runs the show in, you know, within the Raiders organization. And that's John Gruden, right? Like he got a 10-year, $100 million contract. He didn't necessarily like the way Reggie McKenzie was running things as much as he sort of denied that publicly. So he ran Reggie McKenzie out of town. He, He hired Mike Mayock himself. And Mike Mayock's job is to, in my estimation, scout players that best fit John Gruden's system so that Gruden can then bring them in and coach them up. Gruden knows that he doesn't necessarily have time to run an entire scouting department. He's not necessarily as good at that as Bill Belichick. So I think it's, you know who runs the show. You know that even if you are the general manager, you I Gruden runs the football operations for the Raiders. Um, so I don't know. I, I think as long as Mayotte can still go and bring in talent that will be effective in John Gruden's system, he's going to be fine. But, I mean, again, Gruden is the ultimate authority there anyway. So how much does it matter? I, I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens here as the Raiders face the Broncos on Monday Night Football uh, with their main star, Antonio Brown. And also, the line movement for this in Vegas has been crazy over the past 24 hours. Yesterday when we spoke, Adam had said the line started as a pick and then it went to favoring the Broncos. Well, now it appears it's back to favoring the Raiders on a site that I am looking at with live betting odds. So, uh I would personally like to go back from yesterday's podcast and change my pick now because I do think that with Antonio Brown, they are going to be a different team on the field. 
Yeah. I'm I'm doing it like the sharps are doing. They're they're getting in there. They're putting more money on the Raiders and make the line move. So uh, I think, you know, part of the reason I went against the team yesterday was because to me, it was somewhat reminiscent of them going into a game without their big star last year. And what did that do to the team and their morale? You know, it didn't it didn't seem that anybody was really uh, excited on the team to go in without Khalil Mack. And then it was going to be a very similar situation this year with Antonio Brown being reportedly maybe not playing in that game at the time. So I think that this changes a lot with the team and obviously it changes a lot of the offensive looks and, you know, doubling up. Antonio Brown versus doubling up Tyrell Williams changes a lot of things and opens up a lot more on the field because before I'm thinking, okay, is this going to be a game where Darren Waller, Tyrell Williams need to take a lot of the pressure and and get open and, you know, try to find ways to get into the end zone. But now you have Antonio Brown back, which definitely changes, I think, the landscape for the offense. So, yeah, that's why I'm changing my pick. Say what you will, but I think this is going to be the first one in the win column for the Raiders. Uh, Miles, what do you have on this game? No, I mean, I agree with you. I, I, But I, in the last podcast, and this is the one thing that I guess you don't have to forget, I still chose the Raiders. Yes, you um, did. And I, I, I think it <laughs> – because you, you have a team with a new head coach um, in, in the Denver Broncos, and they're going on the road. They're playing the late Monday night game. And I tweeted this yesterday. Wacky stuff always seems to happen in week one. So I think especially with Antonio Brown now, like, yeah, there is a good argument to be made that the Raiders can pull this out at, at home. Um, but, yeah, it's it's certainly going to be a tough matchup. I mean, you know, I like I said before, too, um, Colton Miller, Trent Brown have to do a good job of not getting Derek Carr killed. If they can keep Derek Carr upright, if, you know, the play action game can start working because you start opening up things down the field maybe a little bit, um, then, yeah, you are going to have a pretty decent chance to win. But Vic Fangio always brings it when it comes to his defensive scheme. I have no doubt that will still be the case, especially um, with guys like Bradley Chubb and, and Von Miller coming from the edge. But yeah, I, I don't know. I still think because wacky stuff happens in week one, the Raiders can probably pull this one out. All right. So we both now have the Raiders in the win column for week one. Miles, thank you so much for the update. We certainly appreciate all this information and getting the Antonio Brown saga straightened out here on the podcast and bringing all the Raider fans up to date with all the latest information, as we always do here on the Vegas Nation podcast. Again, we're brought to you by STN Sports Mobile by Stations Casino Online. You can find the podcast on ReviewJournal.com slash podcast, VegasNation.com, and download that video. Vegas Nation app, everyone. Make sure to keep up with all things silver and black with us here. And you can also check us out anywhere else you find your podcast. We'll be back here Monday night talking about what happened in the game between the Denver Broncos and the Oakland Raiders. So make sure to check back in with us. Find Miles on Twitter at Miles A. Simmons and I am at Heidi Fang. For the both of us, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again.